0: When you determine, I'm moving to the next level, you're saying, you know what? I'm going to leave everything behind me. I'm going to take a step out of what's been comfortable. I'm going to move into what God has for me. You don't live according to what you see. You don't live according to what you feel. You live according to what the Spirit of God has placed inside of you. And so if I'm trying to get to a new level, then I have to begin to think and hear differently. i got to begin to see differently. My life as I know it has to change. You know, the Holy Spirit doesn't move the same way every time, there's levels of Holy Spirit. There's levels of the supernatural realm of God that that the Spirit of God wants to take us on. There's, there's, There's places in God that we've never been to before. There's places in the Spirit that he wants us to go to. And so this scripture, Rivers of Living Water, there's levels of the river. We see in Ezekiel where it started at the ankles and came up to the knees, and then it was a river that you could swim in. There's levels of supernatural presence that we can tap into if we want to. And I believe in the hour that we live in, it's, it's, it's imperative that the body of Christ, the body of Christ begins to tap into different realms of the spirit. Because of what the the enemy, the attack of the enemy is so great upon the children of God right now that 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 um, uh, the enemy wants to uh, take you out, wants to take you out, wants you to wants you to get so frustrated and so uh, um, discouraged and 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 have loss of hope and be in despair that the enemy wants you to just lay down and give up. Because that's that's what the the attack is so great right now. And I'm going to get into that in a moment. But the attack is so great. And the enemy wants you to give up. The enemy wants you to lay down and play dead and act like nothing's going on around you. But last week, we talked about becoming violent. Now, we didn't talk about being physically violent. We talked about becoming spiritually violent. We talked about that we were tired, we were fed up with what's going on around us, and it was time to take control over the atmosphere. It was time to take control over the things that have been attacking us. And so today I've come in the same spirit. I've come with the same announcement that I'm fed up. I've come to let you know that this pastor is done with the crap of the enemy. I've come to try to to challenge you and to get you mad. Well, that's not the fruit of the spirit, Pastor John. Well, okay, continue to act the same way you're acting and see how far the enemy messes with you. Because I can tell you right now, there's so many Christian people who are dealing with demonic activity in their homes and at their jobs, and the devil is waylaying them. Because they're not standing up for truth and they're not standing up for the Spirit of the Lord. Let me tell you, when the enemy comes like in, comes in like a flood, what happens? Thank you. And which time that God uses us to raise a standard? And so I've come to make you mad. I've come to challenge you today. I've come to I've come to pull on you. I've come to wake you up a little bit. I've come to let you know that. We can't do church the way we've been doing church. Matthew 11, verse 12, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. We're not talking about beating somebody up. We're not talking about shooting, killing somebody. We're talking about a spiritual concept. So what I need you to do, everyone that's watching, everybody that's here, I need you to, sh- to turn off your mind and, and, and tap into the flow of the spirit right now. All right? I need you to, to just just quit thinking about the natural realm and, the li- and life's distractions and focus on Jesus right now. Matthew chapter 11, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. The passion says from the moment John stepped onto the scene until now, the realm of heaven's kingdom is bursting forth and passionate people have taken hold of its power. The reason why we're not seeing revival and outpouring and awakening the way that everyone wants to see it is because we've been intimidated by the devil. The devil has come and has intimidated the church, has shut down the church. The church has been sitting on their hands, afraid to say anything, afraid to do anything. America is the way that it is for the most part because the church hasn't said anything. The church has been silent. We've been quiet on things like abortion. We've been quiet on things like homosexuality. We've been quiet quiet on areas that we should be able to change. There's a lot of things happening in California and Portland and all these areas, and it's demonic, and it's time the church begins to rise up and reclaim territory that the enemy has taken over. We talked about intimidation. We said intimidation is to make someone timid or filled with fear. It means to frighten into submission, to frighten into submission. It means to bully. It's domineering, uh, threatening behavior. It means to bully. We've been bullied as the church long enough. We've been bullied as Christians. Well, you can't pray in school. Well, you can't do this, and you can't do that. Who says? We've been bullied. Pastor Kim Owens from Fresh Start Church gave this statement about two or three Sundays ago. She said, the boldness of the righteous is under attack. The progression of this attack comes in the form of intimidation and makes you filled with fear and then it overwhelms you to overcome you completely in your mind and in your emotions. Then it puts you into an atmosphere of doubt, and you begin to severely doubt your identity, who you are, the anointing that is upon your life. You doubt the path that you're walking, and you doubt many, many simple things. She says you must not allow doubt to cloud your clarity. If you do, this will lead you into lethargy. The enemy wants you in a place of dullness, a place of apathy, and a place of indifference. The enemy knows if he can get us into these places, we will sit back and not challenge anything. The enemy knows if nothing goes challenged, nothing has ever changed. And I've come to challenge. She said, a spirit of delusion and confusion has been loosed by the enemy, and this is why many people in this day and age, cannot make uh, decisions. The reason the enemy wants to intimidate us is that we will not burn, that we don't shine for Christ. I said last week intimidation causes people to back up. It causes you to become fearful of stepping out. It makes you feel like you're not qualified to do what God has called you to do. I said that the Holy Spirit is the breaker that can break that spirit off of you. Last week, Carl Bean came up here and said there was a river flowing. We must go through it and that we must get rid of grave clothes. He said, don't go back into the old grave clothes, but come out of the grave clothes. Be free and stay free. Get rid of the, what are grave clothes? Grave clothes is this, in the Middle East, They were to wrap corpses in white cotton cloths from the neck to the feet. The head was then covered with a large handkerchief. And so in the Bible, in John chapter 11, we see this, and we see where Jesus is with um, uh, the, the folks there, and it's Martha. And in verse 38, it says this, And Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb of Lazarus, and it was a cave, and a stone lay against it. And Jesus said this. He said, He said, take away the stone. And Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to the Lord, by this time there is a stench, God, for Lord, for he has been dead for uh, four days. And uh, Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Hmm. So here's Martha. Martha's saying, hey, Jesus, it's going to stink. And Jesus says, well, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? See, most of us, are, are stuck on the stench most of us are stuck on the situation most of us are stuck at looking at what won't move and Jesus is asking you did I not say to you that if you would just believe you would see my glory then they took away the stone from the place where the dead man was lying and Jesus lifted up his eyes and said father I thank you that you have heard me and I know that you always hear me but because of the people who were standing by, I said this, that they may believe that you sent me. And now when he had said these things, he cried out with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was wrapped in a cloth. And Jesus said, Loose him and let him go. And I'm saying the same thing, Loose us and let us go. Loose him and let him go. And the Passion Translation says this, Then Jesus, with, in, with intense emotions, came to the tomb. A cave with a stone placed over its entrance, and Jesus said, Roll away the stone. Martha said, but, the, but Lord, it's been four days. And Jesus looked at her. Didn't I tell you that if you will believe in me, you will see God unveil his power? So they rolled away the heavy stone, and Jesus gazed into heaven and said, Father, thank you that you've heard my prayer. For you, listen to every word I speak now so that these who stand here with me will believe that you've sent me to the earth as your messenger. I will use the power you have given me. That's good because we need to start using the power you've given me. It goes back to becoming violent in the spirit. What is becoming violent means is I'm going to use the power the Holy Spirit has given me. If you've accepted Christ and received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, friends, you've got power. And so you don't have to stay stuck in depression. You don't have to stay stuck in in lack and in poverty. You can speak with your mouth, and it shifts your entire atmosphere. If you'll just say something, what the word says. It's taking back ground. It's saying, I am not going to allow the enemy to prophesy to my destiny any longer. I'm going to take back the ground I've given the enemy. Because too many times, we give the enemy stuff with our words and what we say. Well, my son will never get free. Well, my daughter will always be broke. Well, I guess I'll be sick the rest of my life. The devil is a liar. You're saved. You're filled with the Spirit. Act like it. Act like it. Take back what the enemy stole from you. God is a restorer. God loves you. He doesn't want you to live defeated. He's victorious. And so we are victorious. He says, take off the grave clothes. Quit going back to the past and picking up the dirty, the the rotten, the stinky stuff. Take it off and move forward in this season. Grave clothes represents dead things. The old way, it represents old style. It represents death and decay. And so God spoke to us and said, take off the grave clothes. So that must mean that God wants to give us something new. Amen. He wants to give this house, this church. He wants to give you something new to wear. Hallelujah. The Lord spoke to me and said that he is raising up radical revolutionaries. Radical revolutionaries. In Proverbs chapter 28 verse 1, it says the righteous are bold as lions. The righteous are as bold as lions. The righteous are as bold As lions, the righteous are as bold as lions. The Lord is saying it's time for my people to get their boldness back. It's time to get your boldness back. It's time to get your roar back. It's time to get your, 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 the, the anointing that you used to carry and the fire you used to carry and the passion you used to carry. It's time to get it back. It's time to get your boldness back. The righteous are as bold as a lion. So today I've come to stir you up. I've come to stir up your faith. I've come to get you fed up with lazy Christianity. I've come to to, to get you fed up with how the devil is trying to control our families, control our communities, and to control our nation. I want you fed up. Enough is enough. I've come today to activate radical revolutionaries who will prophesy into the destiny of our families, communities, our state, and our nation who will stand up in the face of the demonic attack and tell the devil, you will not break me. We have been quiet long enough. We've been masked long enough. Our voice has been muffled long enough. It is time that the lion of the tribe of Judah roars. It's time that we speak out against the works of the enemy. It's time we call off those things that go against God's word. It's time for a revolution. A revolution is a forcible overthrow of a system in favor of a new system. It's a sudden, radical, or a complete change. The Latin word for revolution is revolutio, and it means a turnaround. God is saying that in this new era of revolutionaries, that there's going to be a divine shift and turnaround in this nation and in your family and in this community. And if you'll do what I'm saying today, if you'll apply the words that I'm speaking to you today and become radical in your praise and radical in your worship, radical in your faith, I will turn things around for you. Revolutions are turning points in history. It's It's forward thinking, it's forward progress, it's a movement. A revolution happens when people get sick and tired of being oppressed by systems of enslavement. A revolution is a sea change or a major transformation. I believe God is, is going to begin now today, beginning now, he's going to begin to transform mindsets, transform families, transform businesses, transform cities transform nations. I believe God is raising this house up and the people here to be radical revolutionaries who will not sit down in the face of adversity, but will prophesy the word of the Lord who will stand and say, no enemy, you cannot have my kids. No, you cannot have my money. No, you cannot have my business. No, you cannot have my job. It's time that the body of Christ It's time for believers to stand and take back what the enemy has stolen. The Lord told me last night to go to Isaiah 58 and 12, so I did, and it says this, those from among you, look around. Look around the room. If you're watching at home, look around you. Those from among you shall build the old waste places. Those from among you, those from among you, God's calling us to to rebuild the old waste places. Says you shall raise up the foundations of many generations and you shall be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in. That's what God is saying. God is saying "I'm, I'm, I'm raising up radical revolutionaries who will go into places, go into businesses, go into families, And where there was a breach of the enemy to repair that breach with my glory, to repair that breach with my power, to repair that breach with my spirit. I'm I'm causing, I'm raising up radical revolutionaries who will go into the streets of cities and restore the streets to, 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 to not just dwell in, but to raise up cities and communities of faith that will be a power centers that will host the glory of God. I'm I'm causing I'm I'm calling radical revolutionaries who will stand stand and and declare the word of God It's time to become violent it's time to let our light shine it's time to become a, a burning fire that that will uh, uh, glow in the night and burn bright in the day it's time that that, that, that when the enemy tries to come in with 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 different uh, attacks forms of attacks that we even even when the TV has a a commercial, that that, that goes against what you believe, that you stand in front of your TV and you speak the word of God over it. Come on, somebody. It's time that the body of Christ takes over the airwaves. It's time. It's time. America is depending on the power of God. America is depending on the power, is depending on people, Radical revolutionaries who will stand up and say, you know what? We want revival. We want a move of God. We want awakening. Do I have anybody here that wants that? We need a revival to shake this community, to shake our families, to shake our jobs, to shake this, this whole entire region. We need God to show up and shake us. We have to wake up. The church... Has to wake up. The church has to wake up. The church has been weary. The church has hasn't wanted to do much. They've just we've just wanted to build church and have church and do church like we've always done it. And God is trying to get our attention. If COVID didn't get our attention, I don't know what else will. Because in the COVID process, the enemy snuck in and, and shut us down, and the enemy snuck in with fear and and, and hateful words and divisive politics which was already there but now it's been it's been um multiplied but where is the church the church is involved in in bickering and complaining and 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 we're in the middle of all this stuff and the lord is saying i never called you to have an opinion i've called you to speak my word i've called you i've called you to speak my truth john 8:32 You shall know the truth, and the truth that you know shall set you free. The truth that we know, ladies and gentlemen, is found in the Word of God. It's found in the Word of God. And we've got to get back to this. We've got to get back to this Word. We've got to get back to to reading this Word and praying this Word and feasting on this Word and saying, God, I'm not going to move until you say something to me. I'm not going to move until there's a Word spoken. What's wrong with my family? I'm not going to move until you release a word over my family. That'll shift my family. That'll shift my business. That'll shift my job. We've got to get desperate, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to get desperate for God. We've got to get desperate for him to do something in our families and in our work, at our work. We've got to have a move of God. I said we gotta God. we've got to have a move of God. We've got to have a move of God. We've got to have revival We've got to have transformation. We've got to have awakening. We must go after lost people. They must feel the power and the love of Jesus Christ. And if we're not radical in our faith, and if we're not radical in our in our love for Christ, we're just like everybody else. We're just like everybody else. We can get radical for, for for football and for baseball, and we can get radical for everything else. But when it comes to the word of God or church or prayer, It's like pulling teeth to try to get anybody to participate, and God is saying in this hour, I need your attention. I need your attention. I need you. I'm. I need you. I've put you on this earth to go into the world and to preach this love of this gospel of love. And right now, more than ever, people need to hear love. They need to hear forgiveness. They need to hear mercy. They need to hear that that everything's going to be okay. They need to know. And maybe you're here this morning, and you need to know that God loves you, and that you need to know he's full of mercy and forgiveness. And maybe you need to know that everything's going to be okay, just so that you can make it through the day. Know today that God loves you. Know today that he's for you, not against you. Know this today, so that you can tell somebody else. Radical revolutionaries, they don't don't care what people think of them. They don't care what people say about them. Nothing can offend them because they're caught up in the kingdom realm. They're caught up in a spiritual realm. They're caught up in the glory realm where nothing matters but getting the the power and the presence of God released into the earth. It's heaven on earth. It's walking in, in 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 that manifest Glory. So what, I'm, what am I saying to the gathering place? I'm saying this. I'm saying that it's time that we worship, and praise, and pray. We got to become a house of prayer. We've got to. We got. We have to do this thing. We've got to. We, the Lord has has mandated us to become a house of prayer. Has mandated us to become radical in our faith and radical in our beliefs, and radical in our worship, if they can be radical out there, then we need to be radical about what we believe. If the Muslims can go around doing their thing and trying to sway, do you know that Christianity is now the most, um, the stats say Christianity, uh, people are leaving Christianity to go to other faiths. We, we, We are not the number one religion anymore. Did you know that? But we're not that anymore we're not the, and and it's because we 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 we've, we've just been we just you know life happens and we get distracted and things but 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 we we got to get our focus back we i remember i remember days man where we back in the 90s and and the power of god would just fall in in in, in services and standing from 6 o'clock in the morning to 7 p.m. to get into a worship service. And I'm not saying God's going to do that again. I'm just saying there was a hunger and there was a thirst. There there was something churning in the atmosphere and people began to focus on God. 9-11 happened and everybody ran to church. Everybody ran to church. And unfortunately, the church, we didn't do a good job at capturing people and, and getting them saved and discipling them. We didn't do our job there. And so this COVID thing, I was thinking, along with other preachers, and I were all thinking, "Oh, this is going to get people pumped up, and and people are going to going to experience the power and the, and the fire of God, and it's going to force people to to want to come to church, and 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 this is the the thing we've been waiting on." And what happened is that this COVID-19 made everybody lazy, and and now nobody. No, and and I know there's there's there's, there's certain situations you got to be careful, and I and I applaud people that stay home and just take care of themselves and watch us online. That's wonderful and great, and I bless that. But then there's others who are taking advantage of it and saying, well, I don't have to go to church anymore because, bless God, I can watch it online. I'm talking about those people who are are not going to church because they don't want to. That's none of you, apparently. I'm talking about people who, who used to really be on fire for God, but they've lost their fire. They've lost their the the want to, the desire, the that that God wants to restore that. And church hurt is a real thing, guys. And people don't want to go to church because they've been hurt in church so much. Can I say something? I've been hurt in church. And I can guarantee each person in this room, somebody at church, in church has hurt you before. My toes are up, too. But you know what? We've got to overcome that. we got to, we got to, even when we don't feel like it, we've got to rise above it. See, we can't continue to allow wounds on the inside of us, wounds from our dad, wounds from our mom, wounds from friends, brothers and sisters. We can't allow those wounds to speak to us anymore. Old wounds. We can't allow that hurt. To, to control us anymore. We've got, we've got to rise above it. And this morning, you may be sitting here watching this morning, and you may say, well, Pastor, I just need help getting over it. Well, today, I can, we can help you get over it. Holy Spirit is here, and he can help you get over it because he wants to raise up a radical army who's going to shift atmospheres over churches, families, businesses. We are called to do that. This isn't some weird, fanatical, religious thing. This is why God has put us on the earth to become the carriers of his presence, magnets for the lost people to experience an encounter with him. One of our, 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 our things here is that we want to encounter God, not just on Sunday, but every single day of our lives, is a personal encounter with God. And we take that encounter to the streets. Of our, of our nation, to, this, to our families, and we say, you know what? This is what God is doing. This is what God said today, and I just want to share it with you. That's who we are. That's what God has called us to be because he, we, we have to be passionate about what we believe. If we're going to be Isaiah 58, 12, if those from among you, if he's calling us to build the old waste places, if he's calling us, To be repairers of the breach, the restorer of streets to dwell in, then then, then we are going to have to say, you know what? I'm going to have to push my agenda aside for a minute and I'm going to have to wait on Him. Father, what do you want me to tell people today? We got to start thinking. We got to start thinking. We got to start saying the things that Jesus would say. Thinking the right thoughts, not letting our thoughts get a hold of us, not allowing words to distract us not allowing the news to distract us, not allowing certain things to cloud our, uh, to give us doubt and to cloud our clarity. It's time to rise. It's time to to prophesy. It's time to declare the good news of the Lord. And the good news is that Jesus is on his throne and he's still in control and wants to make an impact in our families, at our jobs, in our businesses. And he wants to use us to do that. And if we continue to allow the spirit of intimidation to stop us, we're going to miss what God has for us. I'm not going to be moved by what I see, by what I hear. I'm not going to be enslaved in an, a system of oppression that tells me that I can't do this and I can't do that. I've got to make sure people aren't offended all the time. Well, you know what, ladies and gentlemen, I've got to speak the word of the Lord, and this word is supposed to offend us. The cross was blood, guts, and gore, and he did that for us so that we could live a life of freedom. And then he kicked that tomb out, and let me, he said, let me show you what's up. And with all power and authority, he came out of the grave. That's the kind of power and authority we carry, that kind of that we can just go into any situation and say, you know what, I can use the same power Jesus has. I am. It's available to me. I'm talking about getting really radical in what you believe. Radical. I mean, taking it to the next. If you say, well, I'm already radical. Well, take it to the next level and really begin to believe God. And I want you to begin to stir your faith. Get your faith to that next level. Don't stay, don't stay uh, limited in your thinking. Break out of boxes. Break out of limitation. There's no limitation in the, in the kingdom of God. I said there's no limitation in the kingdom of God. No limitation. There's no no boxes. There's no holes. Everything in the kingdom is whole. Everything you need in the kingdom is available to you. You got to ask. You got to ask. A revolution, a change, a transformation. Uh, That's what God is doing right now. That's what he's doing right now. That's what he's doing right now. He wants to challenge you. He wants to grow us. Even when... We think we know everything. There's still things that you don't know. We have to grow. We're we're always always growing, always maturing, always moving forward, always learning new things, always experiencing new things in the spirit realm, always moving forward. Faith to faith, glory to glory, levels, levels, levels. And there's no new devil at some levels. No, no, we rebuke that in Jesus' name. There's all new levels in the kingdom of God. So, Father, today, Let's stand. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, by the power and authority that you have given us, we declare over our families, God, that the spirit of intimidation, the spirit of pride, the spirit of arrogance, the spirit of rebellion is broken off of our families right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. You're softening hearts of of our family members right now to begin to receive the word of the Lord. Father we thank you Lord that you're working on people right now. Devil, we serve notice on you and we say you're defeated in Jesus name. You have no power over our moms and dads, over our sons and daughters, over any of our family members. Father, we thank you right now that you're doing a revi- you're releasing revival in the hearts of your people right now in Jesus name. In Jesus name. In Jesus family revival in Jesus name family revival in jesus name family revival in Jesus. father we thank you you're healing wounds healing wounds you're healing church hurt and wounds god you're, you're, you're those wounds that have been there for many years uh, uh family wounds church wounds friendship room wound, whatever they are whatever the wounds are god that you're healing right now you're healing you're touching hearts right now in jesus name we take authority over the uh, uh, of the spirit of offense Right now, in Jesus' name, you have no power. You have no authority. We, we, we send you back to hell where you came from. We will live unoffendable. We are kingdom-minded. We are kingdom-minded. We are kingdom-minded. We thank you.